Guys, welcome back. Uh, Happy New Year uh, to all of you guys. We are actually recording on New Year's Day. Um, I was going to say because the grind never stops, but like also because we're off work. That's kind of the only reason. Um, and so it's really, the day. grind does stop, technically. The grind of our day job stops. Uh, and then the, the podcast grind didn't stop because we have a day off and it's easy to record in the middle of the day. Um, but welcome back. This is the first of all podcast. My name is McCarty, um, like the last name, but it's my first name. Uh, that's Nate. He wasn't here last week, uh, but he's back. Nate, please say hello. Uh, what's up, guys? I wasn't here two weeks ago. We both weren't here last week. Well, we were here in the flesh. We just didn't record. Let's, let's clarify that. But yes, Nate wasn't here the last time we recorded. Last episode, he wasn't here. Um, but this is the first of all podcast. Uh, we're going to talk about a little bit of, of nothing and a lot of everything. Um, so let's just get this thing started. So, McCarty, over this Christmas and, you know, just the holidays in general, you got Black Friday uh, right after Thanksgiving and, and all the sales that come with it. I've learned a lot about, um, and, and as you guys know, I just recently married about a year ago. I've learned a lot about shopping and how it can differ from a man to a woman. And I think it's not it's not a stereotype by any means, but, you know, a, a man can go in usually and he knows what he wants and he gets it and he walks out. Um, and that's not usually the same with, with a woman. They just go to look and then maybe they walk out with something. But I was trying to think, like, does a ma- is there a male equivalent to to that that would just drive somebody crazy? And I think that uh, when I was with my dad the other day, he just would not stop changing the channel. No matter what. If he liked the show that was on, whatever. He'd watch five minutes of it and he would he would change the channel. So I kind of got to thinking that maybe channel surfing is is the men equivalent to to shopping what do you think i think that that's close i think you're close um i think there's a couple reasons as to why somebody like your dad who who is an older gentleman i mean he's he's one of the oldest people alive i think and i don't you know it's there's nothing wrong with being old but like you kind of become irrelevant and so the tv is sort of your only friend you know and i think especially people of his generation which just millions of years old uh they didn't have tvs the way we have tvs now where there's like literally a thousand channels and you can flip through them all day and find whatever you want to watch just like the internet like you can find anything you want to do on the internet but back in the day they only had like you know 13 channels or maybe even less like three and the the remote was like it was sort of like the size of like what we would consider like a Prius today kind of sat in the middle of your living room. You had to touch it with your feet and your hands. It was like levers and stuff. So I think just the pure joy of having a remote you can have in your hand and change it, the, the channel so fast and, and so many different options. That's really the joy that he gets. He doesn't care what's on TV. Clearly he's only watching it for like five minutes. So we have to consider that, but maybe yes, it's also just like therapeutic like shopping is for a lot of women. And personally, let's not categorize it, you know, between man and woman, because I love shopping. I do. I love clothes. I love shoes. I love just going to look at things I can't afford. It's just like a fun exercise for me. Not everybody loves it. I get that. But I think that, yes, channel surfing is pretty, pretty close to an equivalent. Can you imagine, like, I'm trying to think of the criteria that had to be set back in the day 
to not put something on TV. Like you had to have something bad because I feel like when TVs first came out, they were just whatever, whatever was given to them. They had to put on there. You know what I mean? Like, what's the point? Yeah, whatever, whatever pictures moved that was like good enough. That's all. That was the only criteria. It would have to be. And, you know, you got to think that there's some things that they probably couldn't put on there. And that's what I'm saying. It's got to be really bad. But they probably also weren't thinking like that back then. Like nowadays, it's like, you know, we know what sells on the TV. But back then, they, they probably were like, let's get, uh, what show was black and white that I used to watch? Rifleman, you know, it was just like a old-time cowboy who, you know, who shot a rifle a lot. I feel like it was like exclusively cowboy movies. Because like every time you like think about old-time stuff, it's like only black and white western movies that must have been the only content they had back then was charlie was charlie chaplin was he western or and he was a silent film guy but i don't know if his was necessarily western but that would that'd be Dude, i don't category. even know i've never had a, a single conversation about charlie chaplin really I no idea yeah i think he had a mustache that kind of looked like hitler and that's really all i know wow. yeah i do know that andy griffith was black and white andy griffith black and white. that was kind of western too though wasn't it I don't know where it was set. My dad's like obsessed with that show and I've watched it. Look, I, you know, I'm easily amused. I have a good sense of humor. I think that a lot of things are funny that most people don't, but Andy Griffith, that show is horrible. I mean, it's truly horrible. The fact that that show was one of the most popular shows on television tells you all you need to know about how poor the quality of television was. I don't know if it was just like the first one that was a series. Maybe that's why it was so popular. Yeah. They set the standard for like, consistent series perhaps they paved the way for netflix is really what it is. wow what a show believe it? what a show i feel like netflix could really tap into a new market if they like just like even with the technology and like production that they do with television shows today if they just made the colors black and white like old people would subscribe to Netflix. oh absolutely like our grandmothers would all of a sudden learn how to use like a computer and like a an amazon fire stick just because they have black and white shows. Their new target population would be old, old irrelevant people who channel surf. Exactly. They could just make a category for <laughs> channel surfing. It's like one of their genres. <laughs> uh, so Merry Christmas, Nate, by the way. We didn't say that. Um, I didn't talk to you over your break. Um, tell me your least favorite Christmas gift that you got. Oh, man. Where do I start? Least favorite Christmas? No, I'm just kidding. Where do you start? How many did you get? They're no, horrible. And this is this is a, a tougher one to answer because we actually made it a, the essentials. So like, we only got the essentials and we only bought the essentials. So whatever people asked for, we essentially bought, and whatever we asked for, people bought for us. And so like, that was a lot of a lot of essentials. There, you said that. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Es- essentially, that's all I'm saying. But my parents <laughs> kind of bought exactly what we wanted. So. I didn't really get a bad gift um, by any means. I got a I got a shirt that was a little too big for me, so I would say that's probably yeah. the worst gift I got. Well, tell me this then. That's not like a great answer, but tell me this. What was the least good dish that you had? Ooh, man. And you have to say the person's name, too. You have to call them out on it. Like food, right? Yeah, yeah. I, you know I'm not good at this. My food runs together. Um... What do you blend it up in a blender? No, and I don't mean it like, like that. I just mean it all runs together. You know, I live for I live for the next meal. So, um, why Nate, this is a good opportunity for me to tell everyone the most profound thing. Ah, 
maybe not the most profound, but one of the most profound things that Nate ever said. And look, he says a lot of stuff. I mean, just nonstop talking. And most of it is stupid. But sometimes the Lord will put something in his mouth that is relevant. Okay. And one time Nate said, all life is, is killing time in between meals. That's all it is. You eat, you wake up, you eat, you you eat again in the middle of the day and you kill some more time and then you eat at night and then you just go to sleep. Like that's all we do is just live to get to the next meal. And I think that's the most accurate thing we can say. About oh, absolutely. Life. I just feel like I needed to give you a shameless plug. Why don't you, why don't you give us your, your least favorite gift and your least favorite dish while I get a second to think about this? All right. Well, you're not going to think of anything. I know you well enough to know you're never going to come up with anything, but I will tell you mine. My sister, uh, with good and, um, she got us like, we all exchange, um, stocking stuffers. So like little tchotchke stuff, like you go to five below and you just pick like six things that, you know, no one really wants, but you need to fill the stocking with something. So we were doing that. And, um, my sister got all of us these little bitty, um, what, old people would call pouches. I don't know if we have a new modern term for them, but they're essentially what you would put your headphones headphones in they're like a little box and it zips up and you just like carry it around. But like, if you carried that in your pocket, it would look odd one. And two, like if you're carrying around headphones, you're probably going to put them on your ears most of the time. So you don't really need this thing. And if you're not, if they're not on your ears, you're like stuffing them in your bag or you leave them in your car, or you leave them on a desk or something. There's just really no point to this thing. And I've brought it home and I mean, it's so useless. I can't even figure out where to put it. I mean, I could put it in a drawer, but like that kind of pisses me off more than anything. So I, I just want to throw it away, but I feel bad for doing that too. So um, I'd say that was the worst gift. There's just, I mean, just literally no point. I mean, there's no point to the whole concept of the store five below. Nothing in there is useful. But this thing, of all things, was definitely useless. I think our mall is actually getting a five below. And I knew I had heard of it. But, I, you know, it's like five, like, uh, degree sign. I yeah, didn't yeah. know that it was actually, like, $5 and below. And, like, I get it now. But I kind of thought it was just, like. It kind of looks like an ice cream shop. Right. Ice cream shop is what like I thought that, it was. Or, like, big coats. You know what I mean? Like, it's going to be cold. Yeah. Five. Well, I'm gonna tell you this, and I don't, I don't like this at all. But that, not everything in there is five dollars and below. They're lying. Are you so kidding me? That right there is an issue. I'm not kidding, bro. They got like twenty dollars stuff. I mean, everything in there is cheap. That's not. There's no question about that. It's cheap. The cost is cheap. It's cheaply made, and the just poor quality, all of it. And even my sister even said we were getting candy. And she was like, I don't trust the candy here. I feel like it's like stale or something. You know, it's like that. Kind I don't of know which one it is. It's one of the dollar ones. I think there's two. There's family dollar, dollar tree, and dollar something. Dollar general. general. One of them, one of those three is one dollar and below. I think it's dollar it, general. Dollar tree. Dollar tree. No, dollar general is like a miniature grocery okay. store. Dollar tree is like pretty, pretty cheap. But still, like not everything's a dollar in there. It's just but a lie. It's they all a lie. can lie. That makes sense to me. They can lie, like because you can like dollars after anything. You'd say a hundred dollar. You know what I mean? It's a hundred dollars. <laughs> but five below is literally like you're saying. It's five and below. And they're lying. lying. That, they're is a, that is a blatant lie. Oh, speaking of another lie, this is a really natural transition that I didn't intend for. But I saw a commercial, bro. Le wait, 
You eat Taco Bell, right? Uh, occasionally. How many occasions, though? Tell me. I would say four times maybe a year. All right. Well, that's like that's like five times too many because Taco Bell is disgusting. But let me tell you this. I saw a commercial that said they were putting out this new product called, and I quote, rolled chicken tacos. Okay. Now, Nate being a young male for the most part, I mean, you're a, definitely a male, but mostly males eat these things that I'm about to say. He has grown up eating taquitos. Okay. Which are rolled chicken tacos. Now, Taquitos has a great product. Great. I love it. I don't even know how much they cost, but I'm going to say it's like $4 for like 24 of these things. And they're so cheap. They taste delicious. You can eat like a hundred of them and still be hungry. They're just great. They're like pizza rolls, but except if you don't like pizza rolls are kind of disgusting and also burn your mouth. So you get taquitos instead. Now Taco Bell is trying to tell me that they're putting out a new product called rolled chicken tacos. No, they're not. They're putting out taquitos is what they're doing and not even calling them that. Who doesn't know in this world that's actually going to order those things at Taco Bell that they're, they're not taquitos? Who, who are they lying to? I just – I clapped my hands out of anger right there. It's so annoying. Well, I think – I wanted to call them immediately. If they put a phone number on the commercial, I would have called them. Well, I think you're speaking to the people – like I don't think everybody knows what a taquito is. I probably, I probably never would have found out if I didn't have them at a friend's house a little while back, but not a lot of people know what a taquito is. I think you're dead wrong. I would say that. 50% of the world maybe knows what a taquito is. That's like a lot of people, bro. That's like 4 billion people. Yeah, but that's still half. Like, that's half. You can say that on the other side. That's like 4 billion people that don't know. I just think it's wrong that, like, taquitos definitely should be pissed. Like, they need to lawsuits. They need to come out with their own campaign that they're selling the Doritos Locos Tacos now, and it's an original idea because Taco Bell clearly is just walking around the, the frozen aisle of Walmart trying to come up with new ideas. Well, I think you got to be mad if you're taquitos because Taco Bell was like, you know what, I'm going to create – this mexican fast food and let's just call it american fast food because that's what it is i'm going to create this fast food place later on down the road they decided we're going to do the the rolled chicken tacos taquitos on the other hand started with the rolled chicken tacos and hasn't done anything since then now if it ain't broke don't fix it well they know their role yeah, they know their role. They just they they had one product. It worked. There's no reason to change it. I'm just it. saying you can't. You, taquitos can't be mad because they decided to stay where they're at. No, they came up with a genius product, is what they did. Uh, also, back to Christmas, and I think this is important. Nate. And uh, you know me. This podcast is is for the most part, it's a TED talk. I mean, we can agree on that. And. One of the things that I pride myself on is showing people reality, okay? And one of the realities of Christmas time is, for one, that it was 65 degrees on Christmas Day this year, which is <laughs> global warming. And also that Christmas makes us say words we don't even know what they mean. And I'm tired of it, frankly. Now, there's a lot of context in this world where that's true. And like when World Cup soccer comes around, all of a sudden – 
there's like a bunch of lingo about soccer terms that no one actually knows, but we say them because it's like convenient. Now it happens every year at Christmas. And I'll give you an example. Yuletide. What is that? No one even knows. Y-W, no, Y-U-L-E-T-I-D-E. What is that? It sounds like something at the ocean, which it's not. Well, it, maybe it is because I don't actually know. Another example, Noel. What is that? We don't even know. We just sing these songs at church with our grandmothers next to us and, you know, pews that have, are 200 years old. And we sing these songs about stuff we don't know. It's either a different language or they just forgot to teach us those words when we were in kindergarten. Yeah, and like I've always struggled with Hosanna. Like I get that it means something, but it's kind of like, nah, like don't don't use that word. Um, and I and talking to your grandparents or even asking them, like they probably wouldn't even answer you if you asked them what Noel meant. Like they probably couldn't tell you. Well, that's because they don't know. Yeah, they don't know. Just smile and nod. I put hallelujah on the list too, which is like another word. I think that's actually a different language. So like maybe we're not supposed to know what that one is. I just like all I can think about at our like candlelight service <laughs> that we went to is like we're singing these song these songs and I literally looked to my dad to my left and was like, What is what is that song? Like Hark H A R K Hark the the Herald Angels sing. What that is that whole, whole sign? Strike that whole line <laughs> out. <laughs> no one even knows. I don't get why we just like consider. And people love these songs. Like they love them. They like can't wait to hear like the Justin Bieber, Mariah Carey pentatonix versions because they sound better. And it's like they don't sound better because they don't, still don't mean anything. <laughs> they still don't. Hark the Herald. It's, That's it's funny. A, Hark the Herald Angels. Apparently, there's some angels named Herald. Hark, is what I'm on. Hark I'm the Herald. That's got to be a verb, right? Hark. Yeah, I think my dad said like intently listen. Like you intently listen to the Herald. I'd be impressed if he actually knew that. I Googled it, I think, but I don't remember. It was like so irrelevant. I don't yeah. remember. Um, your brother said something to me the other day. Um, the context of what we were talking about is not relevant, but I'll tell you anyway. Uh, I asked him to run a half marathon with me, which I actually asked Nate to do too. But uh, both the goose are masters at excuses, both of them, all of them, all the whole family. They're all good at it. Uh, they're good at saying excuses. They're always bad excuses, but they'll have something to say. But his brother said that he's really busy is what he said. And we all know from experience that we're not, <laughs> we, we just aren't busy. We're really not. And no matter what things you think you have to do in your life, you don't actually have that much to do because we all, all of us, except me probably ex overestimate how long it takes to do things. So when you're like, oh my gosh, I got New Year's off, thank God, I got to do my laundry, and I got a meal prep, and I want to finish my show, and I got to drive to the gym, I got to go to the gym. It's like, okay, let's, let's walk through that. Doing your laundry means you got two minutes max of putting it in the laundry, and then you have an hour to wait after that. And then you transition it to the dryer, you got another two minutes, and then another hour. So you can fill in that time with anything. Uh, meal prepping, you're not actually going to take that long. You're going to make a bunch of sandwiches or pasta, which takes 20 minutes total. Going to the gym, you're not, we're all not that athletic and we don't want to be there anyway. So that's like an hour max. So we're like all in, we're like an hour and a half so far. Like, see, that's the point is that things don't take nearly as long as we think. So we got to stop with this, like, I'm too busy for stuff thing yeah stuff doesn't take that long it really doesn't well even if you're gonna lie you gotta be you gotta be better at like the vague the vague the vague 
the vagueness, vagivity, vagavity, vagavity, like the vagavity of I'm too busy is it's just not a good lie and it's not a good an excuse. Like me, my excuse is so that our our listeners know. I'm going to be more like probably 500 plus miles away on the day of the marathon. <laughs> I can't get there. That's just a fact of it. It's not going to happen. But yeah, to say I'm too busy, that's, you know, that's not it. I would rather say I'm 500 miles away or for my brother, uh, his wife is due for the baby, like right around that time. Why didn't he just say that? No, no, he did say that. See, that was the second thing. Cause I called him out on being busy, which was not true. And he said, well, my wife's pregnant and she's due the middle and I was like, well, the thing about the half marathon is it's specifically not in the middle of March. So that excuse is also yeah, but invalid. you can't leave your wife when she's like 38 weeks pregnant. She can come no, here. I don't think she can. Watch I don't think she can. <laughs> Dude, the pregnant thing, man, like, I got want to have kids one day, maybe. I mean, may, hard maybe on the whole kid thing. But like my sister's pregnant. She's due in like 10 days. And she doesn't even have an excuse, really. I mean, like, her feet are swollen, like, way too big. Like, they look like she rolled her ankles every day for the last eight months. And the only difference is they're squishy, which I don't get that part at all. It freaks me out. She kept asking me to, like, rub her ankles. And I love my sister. I would do anything in the world for her. But I had to put a towel over her ankles to do it because that is so weird. Uh, But even she doesn't have an excuse, really. Okay, the baby's not here. When the baby gets here, all the excuse in the world because those babies just cry for no reason, and I don't get it. So I get that. That's hard. But while, you know, you still got some time before that baby's here. I just want to make sure that um, I'm asking this, and it's not a stupid question, but are the ankles swelling because the the increase in the weight? Uh, That's a good question. I think – I don't know, dude. I don't – I've never been pregnant and won't ever be. But I think she said something like that's part of it because you are carrying like – 30 to 40 pounds more than you're used to. That's why your back hurts for sure. But the, I think it's like water in your body or something. It's like, cause there's no reason for it. Like her fingers are swollen too. Like that, she's not carrying, you know, more grocery bags or purses or whatever. She just, it's just like a, like extra water in your body. Yeah. That is weird. Something like that. Yeah. I don't really get it. Pregnancy. Like I, I've always like not really thought, about pregnancy and then my sister got pregnant and it just freaks me out altogether. All of it is weird. It's wild that there's something in there growing. Yeah. And that baby's going to be small. Let me tell you that. Cause my sister, she's pregnant and she kind of looks like she's not pregnant. So that baby's about to be real. And she's due what? Like next week, maybe she's due the ninth. The ninth is the last day. It's like the last day that baby's allowed to stay rent free in there well i was uh and this is to our listeners if you want to send a gift and you know where i live my birthday's on the 7th so it'd be pretty cool if you had a what is it niece yeah niece bro what do you mean niece what is it on uh, my birthday yeah i don't celebrate birthdays so it wouldn't be that cool um so the last thing we'll talk about uh which you know is also important to uh an earlier uh topic that we said you talked about your dad who like i said just for some reason just the oldest of all time i mean your dad is just all forehead is really what it is it's just no hair and just he looks like one of the if you ever watch spy kids he looks like one of the thumbs is what i would say is like the best comparison and you can tell him i said that uh but 
I bet he likes to drive. Is my my guess? Like he, when you go on road trips, does he drive the whole time? He likes to drive. Okay, and I knew I don't even know. I've never been on a road trip with him. I can just assume because for some reason, when you become like I don't know forty, let's say forty, and older, and you're a dad. It's like in some kind of rule book that I haven't seen yet that you have to drive the whole time on road trips. And I'm going to tell you this. I am going to be horrible at that. I'm not doing it. I'll just I'm, I can say that now wholeheartedly. I'm not doing that because one, I don't like to drive. And two, I get very uh, angry when I'm driving and someone else in the car is capable of driving. And I, I don't do well in traffic. My body kind of shuts down altogether. But what is it about 40-year-old dads that, like, empowers them or makes them feel like they have to drive? Yeah, and I do need to just say a quick note, a little plug for you. I, When he says he hates traffic, I mean, he hates traffic. There was a time we were driving. I want to say this one was to Florida. I could be wrong. But we hit traffic. And I kid you not, this man just took his seatbelt off, put the car in park, and got out and sat in the back. Nobody. Nobody else in the driver's seat. He just got out, sat in the back. So, I mean, obviously I took over. But, yeah, I agree. And the problem problem I have with the 40-year-old taking over is, and we have this conversation with my dad all the time, they always takes the back roads, stays off the highway. There's always a problem with the highway. Like, you know, I said there's traffic one time. He said, that's why I stay off the highway. It's like, that happens. Like, you can't, you can't, that can't be the reason you stay off the highway. But they take yeah, he didn't predict that. He has no way of right. knowing. And so he always takes the back roads. He always drives at speed limit, if not under. Um, and we were getting on him the other day because we kept telling him that it was only three and a half hours to the certain destination that we go to every year. And he said, there's not a chance. It's a easily, it's at least four, four and a half. So when you look at Google Maps, um, and you know Google Maps goes by the speed limit. It says it says three hours and 29 minutes. And we actually, you know, we cut it down. I think we got there in like three hours and 15 minutes. But it's just like, you know, they don't trust. They're like, where, you know, where are the atlases? Do you know, Cardi, you know what atlas is, surely? Yeah, my mom used to have a Tommy Hilfiger atlas. And I don't know why she had a name brand one. And I don't know why Tommy Hilfiger put it out. But I do specifically remember having an atlas in our van, our Mercury van, which they don't make those anymore. Uh, and we had an atlas and it was Tommy. So Hilfiger. if you're younger and you're listening an atlas is, it's not, you can't even say it's a Google maps. It's, it's just a piece of paper that has like the word atlas and it on has it. like routes, I guess you could call them like, it's a, you know, like route route, whatever you call it, 65. And like, you're supposed to know what that means, I guess. I don't know. It's just a lot and it doesn't make any sense, but. I think the only thing about an atlas is that it, all of them definitely have, like, in huge letters, atlas written on them. You ever seen an atlas that didn't have the biggest font of all time written, like, atlas is written? No, I it? don't think it exists. I'm curious, though. That atlas by Tommy Hilfiger, did it say atlas in big words and then say, like, by Tommy Hilfiger? No, it said Tommy Hilfiger on the front page. I, I vividly remember. I can't even remember what I had for lunch yesterday, but I remember this Tommy Hilfiger atlas. And it was, it said Tommy Hilfiger with like the red and white blue logo on it. And you flipped on the inside and it said atlas, you know, like huge letters. All atlases have huge letters. Your mom's out here spending. I don't know, dude. I'll tell you what, we never got lost with that. Well, here's a, just a, the briefest history lesson of all time. Atlas was a, I want to say a Titan and his punishment by the gods or vice versa 
was to hold the world on his shoulders, and they still believe that in Greek mythology, I believe it is. And so that's kind of where they get the the map from. Is Atlas is holding the world, and Atlas on the map. So that's that's where that's from. Dude, can you promise me you're not making that up? I'm not making that up. Also, I got another one for you that you probably didn't know about. You know Ajax soap. Yeah, Ajax yeah. was a really strong uh, in Greek mythology. He was a very very strong warrior, and so they use that for like their soap. It's tough. I just I'm gonna trust you with this, but I gotta tell you. One time, my mom told me that couple c o u p l e means two, and then coupla c o u p l a means two or more. And I believed that for about 16 years of my life. And I went to college, and I was like, "Hey, man, can you hand me a couple of napkins?" And this dude handed me one, and I was like, "What did you not get about what I just said?" I said, "Coupla," and he was like, "What is that? I don't even know what that is. That's not even English." And I was embarrassed. Okay. So if I tell the next person, I mean, I haven't talked about an atlas and maybe I'm 24 and maybe uh, 18 years, maybe 16 years, but I'm definitely going to talk about it now. And if I bring up atlas and you made a fool of me, I'm going to be really pissed. All I would do if I were you is just double check whether it was a Titan or a God and what his punishment was. Because there was a time that Hercules, which is a demigod, demigod came over and atlas tricked him into holding the earth for a while and then hercules had to trick him back because it's a punishment why do you even i know had this greek stuff? mythology in college you also had a lot of other classes but you never yeah about but that's what i cared about so okay all right well i'm gonna wrap this up guys um we're running actually we ran a little bit long today um Thank you guys for tuning in. Um, this has been our Christmas edition, I suppose you could say, or our New Year's edition. Let me also acknowledge, which Nate didn't even realize, we were supposed to have a, a, a 10 on the 10s, uh, top 10 on the 10s list, because this last week was our 30th episode, which Nate wasn't, or two weeks ago, excuse me, was our 30th episode. And Nate wasn't here, so the timing wasn't great. And then also, like, we're past it now, and it's New Year, so I was just like, screw it. We're just not doing it. So on the 40th episode, we will do it again, but I just want to acknowledge that I didn't miss it, but we're skipping it intentionally. Um, we do this every Thursday, so um, feel free to like and share with all your friends. We have a Facebook page uh, where we post the episodes, um, so make sure you like and follow the page as well. Uh, and then we also have some surprises coming up next week uh, that we'll get into, and we're looking forward to sharing. So. Uh, we will see you guys again next Thursday. Yep.